I swear to God, everything that uh, we were going to tell you about this fucking tour guide is gospel. (laughs) Frank pussied out. I feel like if society ended, I would have trouble bringing back a lot of technology, but I think I can make the whistle whistle happen. (laughs) Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him, Steve Dave. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Walt. Welcome back. Welcome Welcome back, back. Hugh. Hello. Hi. Hi. After our hiatus of two two weeks. weeks. Hiatus. That's probably the longest in some time. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, we we take some uh, holiday time off around the the Christmas season, but I don't know if it's ever been two weeks though. Right. People were clamoring; they want us back. Were they? Yeah. I hope. I would hope so, man. I, mm-hmm. I thought we'd see a little bit more unrest in the streets. I was hoping for, but uh, <laughs> a few I, broken windows, <laughs> a couple vandalized cop Just cars, one car on fire. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, smart fan. <laughs> curator. Oh, on, curator. Get off your ass. <laughs> Sorry. Start a fire. <laughs> this is exactly the sort of thing that ends up in a court transcript. <laughs> please, please, no one started a trouble. <laughs> well, now we're back, so there would be no point. Yeah. But it would be on the high tradition of doing everything ass backwards with Tell Him Steve Dave. <laughs> So, Walt. Yeah. Big old vacation. Yeah, the longest vacation I've been on in possibly my whole life. Maybe ever. It was uh, how many days from the 20... From Father's Day until um, two weeks later, so 14 days. 14 days. So Yeah, it's a long time to max and relax. That's that's a little maybe too long. Yeah. Well, don't don't worry, Q. I wasn't Max and relaxing. <laughs> I was driving like a madman, clenching the wheel as semis were on either side of me. As I'm like, we're gonna fucking die on this trip. I know we are. <laughs> so uh, you guys started out on Sunday, right? Yeah, Father's Day. Okay. So the so did I. I stopped in in Pittsburgh. You guys, did you uh, did you go right to Columbus? We went straight from uh, Port Monmouth. Straight on through to uh, Columbus. Got there in the wee hours of the morning. So a man a, drives uh, yeah. ten hours or eight yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you drove across country, Q? Cross country? Yeah. Uh, it's been. I mean, I drove to Florida last year. That was sixteen hours in one shot. How, how were you like, man? I I like this, or were you like, I don't need to do this for quite some time? Uh, I'd like it up to about 10 hours and then I, then I, then I'd start being like, all right, I'll just stop. And then the last three hours on that particular trip were, well, I came this fucking far. So let me just grind out these three hours and get to my parents' house type yeah. thing. Do you ever yeah. get that pain in, in your back of your thigh that, you know, your, your leg that controls the, um, yeah. the gas and the brake? Yeah, oh, for sure. What's that? I don't know what that's called. Your sciata? Your sciatica? Your sciatica? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but you mine don't have was sciatica now. Oh, yeah. no. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true old person. Thing, yeah, man. I was just like, ooh. 
this is not good. I'm having aches and pains on the drive up to the Grand Canyon. Am I going to be able to get down to the bottom and back out again? Right. Um, so you guys, you and Frank Five, you ended up getting there Sunday night, uh, whereas I wouldn't get there until Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, you know what? Uh, we're going to have, we got a special guest queue. Oh, we, we got, do? Yeah, we got Frank Five. Hello. Frank, what's up, baby? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Q, you can hear him? Hey, yeah, I hear you. How you doing, Frank? Oh, good, Brian. How are you? Excellent, excellent. I'm about to hear about your trip. I'm very excited to hear this. Yes. So far, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely an interesting trip. So far, we got, we've uh, gotten up to you and, you and Walt being in Columbus uh, in, the, on, in the morning of the 21st, so you're looking for something to do, and you decided on the zoo? Yeah, we went to a zoo, and then we went to a, a whistle factory. Oh, I tried to forget yeah. about the whistle factory. <laughs> yeah, we went to a whistle factory, and we saw how whistles were, were made. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> a fucking whistle factory. It's awesome. It's like, it's, is there a mystery as to how whistles are made? <laughs> It's like Willy Wonka's that secretive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like if society ended, I would have trouble bringing back a lot of technology. But I think I can make the whistle the whistle happen. <laughs> I think I think the thing that was most interesting about the whistle factory was the fact that there were only five of us there, but the tour guide needed to have a wireless microphone that went through a loudspeaker that went through the entire factory as he told us how to make whistle. How big was the factory? It was about maybe the size of the old stash, maybe. Okay. So not super big, not super small, but it was America's leading distributor or maker of whistles. Mm-hmm. Was. Well, it is. It's, oh, it you know, is. It makes, okay. the, it makes America's whistles, and uh, they're very <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> Oh, you're, yeah, it was an hour and a half of them telling us how they need whistles. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. You got to love the passion, though. Like, it's, it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, it's it, the people you want making America's whistles. <laughs> now, Q, if you had to guess. Yeah. If you brought a whistle last year, how long would it last you? Is it a is it a like a shitty plastic whistle or a wood a good wood whistle? It's a good hefty you know whistle like a police whistle. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it at decades, man. I think that whistle lasts and lasts. I don't think it'll ever go bad. So I'm wondering why there why there's such a need for so many whistles to be made. There these guys are pumping out millions of whistles a year, and I'm like, who's buying all these whistles? <laughs> Right? Because well, if you buy a whistle, I'm, it should be good and for your lifestyle. But unless you lose it, it's not going to fucking decompose. Well, that little well, cork ball is a dry rot. They don't make them out of cork anymore. Oh, what do they make it out of? Uh, it's something else that doesn't uh, dry rot. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, it's proprietary. You can't know about it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's closely yeah, but, guarded as Apple secrets. What's that, Frank? I, I, I said, see, Brian, you missed what, uh, what the cork is made out of now. You were with Mary Beth's parents when we were at the tour, right? Yeah, when you guys were at the Whistle Factory, uh, Mary Beth and I went and had lunch with her mom, then met with you guys later on. But you went from the Whistle Factory to the zoo. Columbus's zoo. 
No, is that's that a, a as I recall, that's a great zoo, right? Like yeah, it's it was awesome. Very good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah, we saw some bears. We saw some saw all sorts of wildlife. You know. Yeah, we fed the giraffe. Yeah, yeah, we fed a giraffe. Oh, was it? Was it? Was it? You were on that wood platform above the yeah. giraffe cage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that zoo. Every time I have a show in town, there I'll go there and uh, and feed them giraffes. Yeah, you, are you able to be left alone, or do you have to do a like a little private like before or after hour <laughs> zoo? Um, I, I definitely go for the old, uh, white glove treatment, (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the old trade, like you'll give a zookeeper or two a a ticket to the show that night and they get you, you know, and and in return you can pet like a polar bear or something. Do you even like like have the, do you even feed the the giraffe out of your hand or do you make one of the handlers just feed it for your pleasure? For your usually, for your uh, what else? If I if 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 I know I'm going to that zoo, <laughs> no. If I, if I know I'm going to that zoo, I'll have Jiggy come and make him feed them, <laughs> as as I instruct. So Jiggy will, I'll hand Jiggy the leaf. Jiggy will put it in his mouth or his butt cheek or something, uh. and uh, and lean over and and the giraffe will come in and take it from him, and I laugh and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. Post zoo, we meet up. Yeah, we're going to get the caravan. The final pieces of our caravan are in place, and we are ready yeah. to start the trip uh, officially now because everyone's in, in one location. Everyone's under one roof, finally. We had the walkie-talkies. We were ready to go. <laughs> yeah, those walkie-talkies. We'll get to them later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, why? What happened? <laughs> night one uh, in in Columbus, Q. Uh, you know, since Mary Beth is from Ohio, she has favorite restaurants in certain parts of the the state, and mm-hmm. she's really into this Mongolian restaurant in Columbus. She's like, I want to go there for dinner. I want to go there for dinner. So I'm like, okay, you know, well, we can eat one meal apart. I'm like, it's the the uh, the uh, opening ceremony dinner though. I was like, it kind of sucks mm-hmm. that we won't be with everybody. But this is where she wants to go. What am I going to do? Because he's because he thinks that not everybody in the party is going to want to go to a Mongolian restaurant. Probably correctly. Yeah. Oh, you would be wrong, Q. There was. Ooh. There's a hero in this story. <laughs> <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. All right. All right. Some just wear a frown and sit in a Mongolian <laughs> restaurant. Going, I'm not eating this shit. <laughs> They just pout. Yeah, I, I was I was stunned because I was like I was like they have certain things they have like chicken nuggets and shit, but I thought the smell would be too much for them. Yeah, you know because they they have a lot of fish, you know, like or yeah. like seafood and shit, and the smells of Chinese food. You know, I know Gideon has to eat outside when uh, when he eats. Is Chinese it one food. of those like open pit? Does he really? <laughs> <laughs> There's like, was it one of those open pit places where they're like constantly throwing food on a giant grill in the middle of a like you bring your your uncooked food up? Is it like yeah. that Mongolian place? Okay. Yeah, where we so used to go. Yeah. There's always food cooking then. Always. Always. Yeah, a lot okay, of aromas. Yeah. It's yeah. overwhelming to a superstar. And now, yeah. now, like you know, not only has Walt uh, agreed to come to the restaurant, you know, we're sitting pretty far away from where they're cooking, but every single person at the table and everybody surrounding him has this Mongolian food. Mm-hmm. So I got to say, I was duly impressed. I sucked it up because I was like, I want to get this trip started on the right foot, and that does it. We got to all be together and break bread at the same table because right yeah. now we're a clan. 
Yeah, and, you're right. <laughs> you know, and who knows what <laughs> dangers we'll face at, after this, our, maybe possibly our final dinner together on this planet. <laughs> 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 what what about what about the whistle factory put you in this frame of mind? <laughs> Take nothing for granted. I learned that from the fucking guy with the whistles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got our picture taken by a big boot. The uh, All right. uh, the, the LL Bean store. I guess they have a giant boot uh, out in front of it. Nice. So that was the first for me, you know, being included in uh, in any photographs, you know, of of the trip. So we get. Do you uh, guys? Can oh. I just ask a uh, Can I ask a question that's been on my mind? Do you guys have a, a theme song or something for the trip? Are you guys like hit and play at the same time as on a song while you take off for the first time? Is there anything like that, oh, that set up? That would have been cool, you know. Like we started the trip off with like a like a pump me up song, like you know, yeah. I'm a Tiger or something. Yeah, and you guys could go back to it at different, like when you're all flagging a little bit. Oh man, well, I wish you had. Yeah, I wish you had uh, said yeah. that you were going to drive out. Man, that would have been a good. <laughs> or yeah. just given us the idea before. <laughs> <laughs> no, all we right. didn't do that. Okay, okay. And uh, so this is the first uh, I'm hanging out with Alicia in some time. Yeah, my daughter Alicia. Yeah, eighteen years old now. Let me tell you, Walt undersells this kid. How so? Really? What a fucking cool kid she was. Mary Beth oh, loved yeah, her. Why would loved she, her. Why would you think I would have a nerd? I don't know. Look you know? at me. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wasn't going to say it, but look at you. <laughs> How could I spawn anything less than fucking a 10 on a cool meter? I mean, you did it. You did it, man. You accomplished it. Um, later on, I'll tell you something Mary Beth said about her okay. when, when it's more appropriate. <laughs> um, uh, more appropriate time. So uh, we leave the next day, and we're uh, we're heading for Indy Indianapolis, or uh, right outside yeah, Indiana. Of, Indiana. We yep. want to go to the uh, to the Mayberry Cafe. Now, this is something you found, Frank. Uh, I'm not sure. What, I think I did. I think I found it while we were driving, and all I had to do was say Mayberry Cafe, and Walt was all over the walkie-talkie. Let's go there for lunch. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I just we, fucking had sucked it up for at a Mongolian restaurant. I was like, I'm owed! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, we are definitely going to the Mayberry Cafe where they have burgers, fries, and nothing Chinese. Right. <laughs> right. Good old American, Mongolian. American fare. <laughs> or whatever, Mongolian. And, it's uh, all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, Q, you, I don't know. I don't know how big of a fan you are of the Andy Griffith Show, but we're in this little town. I, th- I, th- I think li- you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're familiar with it, though, right? Oh yeah, I actually do think it's very funny. But so there's a yeah. little cafe there that is. I don't know why it's in Indiana because that's not even near where Mayberry actually is, which is by the Carolinas. Where it was based, that town on anyway. But this little cafe has adopted everything about the show. Um, they have a, like an old police car in front of the of the cafe. They have TVs all over the place showing the black and white episodes. None of that color shit. Oh, nice. Um, Purity. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> and it is like it feels like you just stepped back into 1955 56 mm. maybe 57 
if you're lucky. <laughs> and it was awesome. I, I I couldn't I couldn't recommend it enough to people who may be traveling across country. If you're in, I don't know what little town I was in, but it, look up Mayberry Cafe or Diner, whatever it is. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, but before we got there, there was a, a mayday call put out. A nine one one. Frank Five, what happened? So we're driving to the Mayberry Cafe. We're about 10 miles, I think, from the cafe. And all of a sudden, my car um, engine light comes on. Oof. And uh, what happened was uh, something with a limited slip um, uh, 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 thing that goes on with the car um, failed. And because of that, it would not allow me to drive more than 40 miles per hour uh, in the vehicle. Oof. So... Just stay behind me, I said. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I still even passed you. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I tell we pull over. Walt is kind enough to take Mary with him to go to the Mayberry Cafe. I he was very excited about the Mayberry Cafe, so I didn't want to slow him down. So I, you guys go to the Mayberry Cafe. I'm going to go to the Cadillac dealership and see if I can get this car today while you guys are, are eating because it's, you know, it's the second day of the trip. So off they all go. Now I'm sitting in a Cadillac dealership in the middle of this Indiana town. They don't know if they're going to be able to get the car in. They don't know what's going on with the car. I might have to stay overnight. All this stuff is going on. I get a text message from Walt. This cafe is awesome. They got, they got, videos playing, they got t-shirts, they got all the food I like, and he's going on and on and on about how awesome this place is, <laughs> forgetting that I am alone at a car dealership trying to get my car fixed, begging the people to fix the car before we can uh, uh, proceed. What happened? You got to just double check. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Frank, we, Brian was fixing something. Uh, wow. So Walt, uh, you, you were that excited that you forgot that he was, well, I didn't forget. I was just, he told me that he was going to go to the dealership and then he was going to have a loaner car. He would get a loaner car and we would like, and while he was getting the car repaired, we could still do some sightseeing in Indiana, do some little, little things while the car is being repaired. And he was going to come meet us at the, at the diner. So I assumed that, I mean, I didn't realize that he was, uh, getting all fucking you know weak at the knees because he had to sit at a fucking car repair <laughs> shop i had no idea i know he was blowing up my phone too he was like come get me <laughs> and he wouldn't come and get me either i text brian i'm like where are you he goes oh i'm 10 minutes from the cafe i'm like great hey can you just swing by i'm on this route can you come and pick me up i'm only like 15 minutes from the place he's like Sorry, I can't. Car's full. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't pick me up either. No, I would have. We, I was on a totally, like, for some reason, my GPS made me go a different way. So I was, like, way out in the boonies. And I'm like, there's no yeah. fucking way there's a car dealership out here. In fact, it made right. me second guess if I went the right way. But, Frank, you were how, how far away from the Mayberry Cafe? Uh, I was probably about maybe six miles from it. So it was too, I couldn't walk it. No way. So, but right. So what I'm saying is at worst, 
you would have arrived at the Mayberry Cafe and then having to drive an additional six miles in any direction to get Frank. And well, you still said no. You still were like, just round, wait tri- Round trip, it's 12 miles. Hugh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> did you forget I ate at the Mongolian restaurant the night before? I'm done. I don't, there's no yeah. more like, I don't need to do anything anymore. <laughs> no, I agree with you. But even like... I'm just saying there was a possibility that Mrs. Five could have gotten in the, your car and driven to pick up her husband and then just drove it back. Well, you would be wrong on that one because I don't think Mrs. Five ever gets in the driver's seat. No, no. <laughs> I, I can see how you were out of options to get him. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> in fairness, yeah, I was on Frank my kept, own. In, in fairness to us, Frank kept saying he'll be there in 15 minutes and it's like 15 minutes came and went and a half hour came. I mean, it didn't matter because there was no tables anyway. Oh, really? So actually, Frank showed up, and it was almost like right then it was time to go in. So it worked out. Oh, shit. Wait, it was a waiting list for the Mayberry Cafe in Ohio? Oh, we waited over an hour and a half. Because they kept sitting all the locals. They really, just like Mayberry would. The real Mayberry would. Apparently, when Walt said to the host, um, we're from New Jersey, that didn't have any clout whatsoever (laughs) in Indiana. Oh, man. Yeah, you should have dropped a. That's our. That's like the heartland. Like, like that's our. Um, Impractical Jokers demographics. You, you, you could have been like, "Hey, man, like, do you, you ever watch Impractical Jokers?" If you said yes, I could have Facetimed in and been like, Before "Hey, you wouldn't have picked up. We'd look like assholes." <laughs> 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 oh, even better. Like I Facetime in, and she's like, "I don't give a fuck." So this is the Mayberry Cafe, motherfucker. <laughs> but now Frank finally gets there, and then Bry, of course, is a little agitated that we haven't been sat yet. Just a little. <laughs> so like, and I'm telling him, like, hey, man, it's fucking Mayberry, man. You don't come right in and we're blustering with, like, like, well, hey, it's been too long. What's going on? So we went back in, and it turned <laughs> out that the guy forgot about us. Which, which really didn't matter, and I, I didn't matter to me at all. I was like, "Hey, it happens," and it turned out this guy loved me, right? I mean, he couldn't keep his hands oh, off. He, me. he was like, he's not even kidding around. He was like rubbing his shoulders yeah. and massaging. Total stranger, yeah, yeah. just like I was like, "This is what it's like to live in the heartland, man." Everybody's awesome. massaging you. <laughs> yeah. this is, they got up to that sort of shit in Mayberry. <laughs> yeah, he was patting me on the back. He was calling me like Jersey. I love that though. Like you know, like I had a nickname in Red already on the second day of the trip, Jersey. That's why I want you guys to call me from now on, Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> Name the state you're from, and that's your nickname. <laughs> yeah, that's like World War Two. That dude did love you. <laughs> I think he loved us because we did. Because when he told us, he literally admitted that, like, I totally forgot about you guys were even here, and we were like, "Don't worry about it, man. It's okay." I think he was just like, he was like, oh, these guys are cool. These guys are all right. And uh, he kind of took a shine to us and then really gave us a table right in like the best table in the house. Yeah. Far away from the toilets. (laughs) 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 The unpleasantness. (laughs) Um, But so Frank's car isn't done, even though we, you know, we finished lunch and everything. We're like, okay, what, what is there to do? And yeah. one girl, she recommended the Walmart. <laughs> yeah, one girl recommended a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me didn't sound that bad. Yeah, it was a Target because we'd just gone to Target the night before. And we're like, yeah. we already went to Target. <laughs> <laughs> but then the weirdest thing she said, that our waitress said for things to do in town was, you. well, you can go start a fire in the field. 
That's what me yeah. and my friends do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just go start fires in like in open fields. And that's just something a bunch of strangers in the town are going to take upon themselves. <laughs> Jersey, what are you doing out there? <laughs> uh, but so well, then we have to find something to do. And uh, there's a – it's called a – they called it a flea market. Would you call it a flea market? I guess yeah, it did have I would a – I call it like an old-fashioned kind of indoor flea market where I, I just don't know how they do it. I just don't know how they could stay open seven days a week from nine in the morning till six at night just selling oh, I, stuff that like is like just useless junk yeah i mean i have a lot I, of junk i have the answer for you i know how how because um the only other thing to do in that fucking town is light fires in the middle of a field <laughs> or go to a target so what on earth are they going to do besides that <laughs> at least they get to talk to people there yeah you know it was it was an eye opener how you know how middle america lives because it's it's different than how we live out here it's it's definitely more relaxed it's definitely more like laid back where like you well you know it's much like the tsd town general store because i think we have just as many sales as this flea market did on a monday (laughs) (laughs) it's not going well (laughs) (laughs) a couple droughts while i was gone i heard i heard there was a there was a four-day drought of sales, which was broken by a bumper sticker, then another two-day drought <laughs> in between that. So, <laughs> we we are so fucked. <laughs> so, yeah, now, I know this is where I started to notice something was going on with Bry, though, when we were at the flea market, though, because he disappeared from the flea market. You know, me and Frank are trying on hats. Uh, we're like trying to make a go of it. We're trying to like have fun, even though like we're in a shitty flea market. We're still like yeah. trying to have fun. And Bry's gone. MIA. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, it's like he's back on the drugs. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked like he may have been. Yeah, I felt like I may have been. Uh, uh, but we, uh, I had taken a, a run out to get some uh, cold medicine because when I was at the Mayberry Cafe, I started like my head started feeling woozy and shit. I was like, well, I just don't feel right. Like, I didn't feel sick, but I just didn't feel right. Uh, So we went to the flea market, and then I left the flea market for a little while, went down to a CVS, got some cold medicine and shit, some tissues, came back. And then from there, we went to, it was uh, like Outlet Mall. I guess it was just, was it Outlet Mall? It's an outlet. Yeah, like an outlet, like complex, like just filled with your standard outlet stores, like Nike, uh, Gap, all that kind of like corporate, you know, brand shit. So uh, we split up. Everybody's looking at different shit. Me and uh, Mary Beth went to Barnes and Noble because I'm like, I just want to sit down a little bit. I just want to sit down. And as I'm sitting there, more and more, I'm like, I don't think I could drive like another mile tonight. Oh, we still got a lot of drive in front of us. A we lot got, of like, driving. We got like six hours to make up because we're we're sitting in fucking so Indiana because you know, like not making any oh, headway. So Frank's car got fixed. You guys no, not even yet. It. Still not. Not fixed yet. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I'm sitting in, in Barnes and Noble and I'm like, maybe I, th- cause the, the, the goal was to get to where the next day by the, or that night. Uh, Frank, you remember? Uh, let me see. Uh, I think it was to get to St. Louis area, yeah, right? Yep, that's where it was. Yep. St. Louis, which is about, it was about three hours or so, maybe a little bit more. And I said to the, to what the hell? Um, Amber alert. Amber alert. Yeah. Yeah, who cares about that? I know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Kids come and go all the time. <laughs> this trip has hardened you. 
I know he's not in my house. So if he's not in my house, then I don't know where the fuck the kid is. <laughs> uh, so so I say to to those guys, I was like, I think what I'm going to do is get a room. This and, is at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I'm going to get a room. And uh, what I'll do is I'll get up real early tomorrow morning. I just I got to sleep off whatever this is. I'll get up real early tomorrow morning. Uh, so I get there by, you know, by like nine o'clock and then we can take off, you know, I'll drive in the morning. That didn't happen. They went on to St. Louis and when did I tell you? Uh, we, wo- we woke up. I, I, um, I woke up around six o'clock in the morning and I saw the text that, you know, that you were like, it's not happening guys. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do it. And this is God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what is oh, going on phone. oh is it your phone <laughs> yeah. okay, <sorry>. wow <laughs> i mean i hope that kid's okay <laughs> <laughs> uh and i that that night I, I was like i gotta make a call here like if i feel this way this late am i gonna be able to fucking drive like i can't drive like this and I was like, I had to make a call, and I called it off. I, I was like, I, I, I guess I can't go because I'm like, I, I then stayed. Okay, so we're in Columbus, we're Plainfield. Uh, no, we're in Plainfield, uh, okay. or, uh, Indiana. Uh, so I stayed there that night, and then I was like, I can't even, I can't go anywhere. Like, I can't uh, even to Columbus. I can't drive back to Columbus. It's only three hours. So I got the room oh, for man, a second man. night. You know, then it was just a series of like, we got to Columbus. And then the next day we drove three hours. Then the next day we drove three hours. You know, uh, it took us like probably as long as it took you guys to get to Grand Canyon. It took us to get home. back to fucking Jersey. <laughs> oh. um, I mean, you want to talk about fucking deflated? Something I've been looking yeah. forward to for, for ever since the second you texted me, you're like, hey, this is what we're doing. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I was shocked. I was just like, is this yeah, is this like some sort of joke he's going to pull and he's going to pop up pop up at the Grand Canyon and be there? You guys thought I wasn't coming, huh? <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if this will make you feel any better, Brian, but there were many times throughout the trip that we both said we wished you were there yeah. for certain instances, things that happened. I mean, we watched you, we wanted you there anyway, but there were certain times that things happened that we were like, oh my God, if Brian was here, that would have been just great. Getting hassled by homeless people. It really, it sucked to, to have to turn around and go back. And uh, what I was saying earlier about Alicia was uh-huh. um, Mary Beth had some plan in her head where Alicia was going to drive my car and Mary Beth was going to be the passenger and I was going to drive with you guys for a while. We were just going to mix it up <laughs> Chinese fire drill style. I was like, really? <laughs> you're, so Alicia, who, you're going to put her on highways doing like 80 <laughs> Around semis in your brand new car. I mean, if, I mean, it's insured. So if, she, if, if she wanted, if, if, if they were like, we want to do this, I would have been like, all right. The only time Alicia drove was when we t- there was like this tiny ass little road that we were going to be on for over an hour. What, there was no traffic anywhere. I was like, yeah, you can drive now. Because otherwise, yeah. I want to be able to sleep in the car. Right. So, like, if I'm all nervous and I'm all, like, like I'm not really, like, comfortable, like, I can re- like or I can relax or I can go to sleep. Like, if Deb's driving, it's okay. Right. But, like, at least she's too new of a driver. I could never fall asleep. And I just wanted to sleep at times. So, at that point, I was like, yeah, you can drive on this road because I knew that it was, it was so 
remote in the middle of fuck nowhere. Right. We let her drive, but yeah, definitely not on that fucking highway. Could I? <laughs> I would be white knuckling it the whole time in the back seat. Who? Uh, oh, if uh, she if were driving. She was driving. Right. If I, like I'm talking about, like if I saw, if I knew she was in front of me, or all that traffic. And oh, right, and, right. Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of where I. I fall from the story. Jesus, man. I fall, I, I, fall when you texted me, I was like, how the fuck? I said, in one way, I said, it's the most tell him Steve Dave thing possible. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I, I said to him, I was like, it just, it just seems right for the podcast somehow. <laughs> as much as I would have rather you had made it and have all those stories, like this is, this is on brand. Uh, it, really yeah, it really is <laughs> when you think about yeah. it. If the fucking wheels fall off almost right away. Yeah, I mean, like I, said, I told Frank, I was like, this is not going well. I said, like, right out of the gate, man, like, your car's not working. He's sick. I go, I had like, there was, like, I felt like, there was, like, there was a shadow looming over us right out of the gate. Yeah. Did it clear up after the Johnson curse moved away from you? <laughs> it seemed like it was smooth sailing after that. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually did. You know, it, it really was kind of like smooth sailing. You know, no one got hurt. No one got sick. No, there was no real like. No fights. No snafus, <laughs> no fights, no nothing. It was just kind of like I said, like just kind of smooth sailing, thankfully. And uh, yeah, it was. Just, just a decent time. Where, where is the first place that you guys stopped? Like, did you stop any any places between there and Arches? I we hope? St- we stopped in St. Louis at a, a, a another <laughs> flea market. Flea, flea market. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna go. To, yeah. We were gonna go to downtown St. Louis. Yeah. Right. But we were, but me, me and Frank were in the in the flea market, and the ladies were out in front of the flea market because they had had enough of it, and they started talking to some locals, and they told us that like you do not want to go into St. Louis, you will get shot, <laughs> right, Frank? Well, yeah. Now, mind you, I was very excited. We were going to go to this fifties diner soda shop and everything, and we were all ready to go. And the guy says, "You don't want to go around there, you know." dangerous it's going to be uh uh you know you can get shot and this and that walt looks at us and he goes this is a message from above so we should just continue on going and skip this soda fountain yeah i said this is god intervening right now and we better listen to god or else we'll we're going to regret this because this guy was like i think don't you think this like this guy could have been a ghost when we drove away he could have just like dissipated in the wind (laughs) and turned to dust or he's like uh he's like uh ralph from like you're doomed, you're all doomed. From Friday Thirteenth, remember Ralph? <laughs> you're <crazy> doomed. Ralph. <laughs> yeah, crazy Ralph. <laughs> how? Uh, my question is though, how does a fifty style soda fountain survive in the middle of a hood of people getting shot and shit? Like, who's going? Who's going there? <laughs> now, I we didn't do any investigation to see if this old man. I mean, he had to be one hundred and two if he was. If he was a, if he was a hundred, I mean, he, he he looked like shoe leather left out in the sun for, you know, his whole life, and he, you know, he. But I just felt like it would be wise to heed his warning to not go into St. Louis, right? And and you know, go to this fifties soda jerk diner. It's not enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it really like I like Coke right out of the can? I don't need mm. to have it on tap, right? And then get capped. No, for, 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 for the fucking honor for of trouble. going to yeah, for the trouble going to the soda factory. 
So you skipped blocka, over. Blocka. Is this going to be a series of things you guys didn't go to because you were afraid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know how it is. I mean, I talked all big and bad for months leading up to this trip. How I would be fucking, uh, you know, climbing out of the fucking Grand Canyon by just my mm. fingernails and toenails. Uh, didn't happen. It didn't happen that way. Well, no. you made it to Arches, right? Yeah, yeah, we made it to Arches. Now, was it worth it? Was it how you remembered it? Uh, yeah, remember Q? We we that's a trip we did yeah. together. Uh, I was so I was very impressed with Arches when we went oh so many years ago. I thought yeah, it was more great. beautiful than the Grand Canyon. Yeah, uh, I my, agree. I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah it's more, I think it's, it's more breathtaking. Yeah, I so, can see that. I mean, the Grand Canyon is the Grand Canyon, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. And uh, I took a page out of you and Bry. Um, I told Dev, I told them uh, Frank and uh, my wife and my daughter and and this is five. We were going to eat at that restaurant you guys ate at at the top of the mountain. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Oh shit! I forgot all about that. Yeah. Well, remember the waitress was there. We're like, we're doing nothing with our lives. Look at her. She yeah. moved from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We were so impressed with that woman. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we ate at that restaurant, and it was it was it was really nice. You know, uh, it was like we we got there when it was like getting turning dusk, so the sky is all purpley and pink. Mm. And it turns to you know to pitch black, and the stars are out up yeah. there. Yeah, it was really really nice. And then the next morning, we did uh, got up early, got into Arches for free. Oh, that early! That huh? early! Wow, that is early. That's Ooh. a coup, right? And that's awesome. Yeah. When you get to fucking, you know, it's probably sleep. not cheap. No, it ain't cheap to get into these uh, these um, these <laughs> national parks. Yeah. So uh, if you go if you go like on the off times though right nobody's there because we got into the Grand Canyon for free the first time yeah because we got in so late first yeah. time multiple trips to the Grand Canyon I wasn't aware of this yeah we spent we spent two days in the Grand Canyon one day we got in for free and then the next day we paid through the nose uh, <laughs> twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know what we when the thing with the Moab and the arches was you I just couldn't believe. Some of the parents who allow children to take to climb these rocks that if they slip, <laughs> if there's one mishap, you have a dead child in front of you. Yeah. Like so much so that like I was feeling nauseous watching from afar these these like ten year olds climb these massive rocks to the tippy top with these amazing like like uh, degrees like the angles that they were at would like if there was one slip. They're done. And They're the kid, done. parents are just like, whatever. Yeah, and the parents are just like, hur, hur, hur. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you Why doing? are you laughing like that? <laughs> How could you watch that? Like, it would be nauseating for me to, like, sit there and have that kind of, like, anxiety to see if, like, if Alicia would make it back down from that rock. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, 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 I, don't, I don't know how this, I guess there's some people, you know, who, who do nature. Like, I don't really do nature. And they have a different mindset, you know. They're a little bit more um, carefree and not as, adventuresome. Yeah, they're they're not as um, safety conscious, right? As me, they'd go to the fifty style diner in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Kids climb all over the counter. <laughs> so, now we forgot to mention just before the arches. Uh, even though we didn't go to the fifty style diner, we went to that city in Illinois, that KC city that. Everything there was big. Oh, yeah. The yeah, largest yeah. attractions. Do you remember that? Yeah. Largest 
rocking chair, the largest, um, world's largest thermometer, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, this town had bought in that if they built giant props, kind of like the Fortress yeah. of Solitude level of lunacy, where like it's okay. a chair the size of like a, of a, of a building, yeah. that they would, have, yeah. they would have to beat the tourisms, the tourists off with a stick, with a giant stick. With a giant sure. ruler. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't the case. There was nobody there. It was a fucking ghost town of giant props. It uh, sounds pretty so much... fucking cool. It is, but I don't know how these little towns are making it in 2021, man. There is just like – they're closed at like 5 o'clock. Nothing's open. Just nobody on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that there was still like um, – like we were still in lockdown in some of these towns we drove through. That's where you stayed, or you just drove through we there? We just drove through there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, Grand Canyon, was it expensive to stay? Like, the, the rooms and stuff? More so than the rest of the trip? What would you say, Frank? I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear him. What did you say? Uh, the, the expense of the rooms in the Grand Canyon as compared to Moab the rest of the trip. Expensive. Moab was? Yeah, yeah Moab was, was... I would say Moab was probably the most expensive room uh, out of all the places we've, we went to, except at the very, very end... Uh, when we were in Texas, but uh, I don't think I, you know, what was expensive at the Grand Canyon was uh, gasoline because yeah. they have that little Grand Grand Canyon village down at the very bottom. That's the only place you can get gas. It's the only place you can get food. And, and it was like four something a gallon, right? <laughs> Welcome to Biden's America, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, cute. have you been to the Grand Canyon uh, without when we went other than we went? Together. Yes, yeah, I went. Yeah. I had never been. I had no idea there was a little town in Grand Canyon with like like a pizza parlor and a McDonald's and a Wendy's and a hotels and in, a chocolate factory. Within, within the canyon? Right around the rim. The oh, around the rim. rim, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. It was like a little tourist attraction where they rape you. <laughs> for everything that you got. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Like, how much is this? How much did you get? <laughs> yeah, gas, food, everything. Like, it's the most expensive Wendy's in America. The uh, the, the lady in the, at the window told us when we pulled up. Because she, she goes, how'd you like those prices? This is the most expensive Wendy's in the country. She works there? Yeah, she works there. And she's almost gloating about it. Because <laughs> she knows you can't do she's shit She's like, you don't it. like it? Go eat sand, the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> My God, were there any standout moments in Grand Canyon? Uh, oh, well, God. Yeah, yes. yeah, there were. But before we get into the Grand Canyon, like I said, I talked I talked kind of a big game, right, you would say? Like I was going to do this and I was going to do that. and um, in, I, in very hot temperatures, you yeah, said you were going to do it. Yeah, and so <laughs> leading did you up, take Did you take your water pills? <laughs> I had a backpack. I brought myself a backpack, like a real hiking backpack. Yeah. And I tried to break it. Like Gidham said, you got to break it in. He goes, you just can't wear a new backpack while you're hiking, he goes. And I was just like, you're full of shit. What are you talking about? Why would I need to put break in a backpack? And he goes, you'll see. And motherfucker, my nipples. <laughs> I couldn't wear the backpack because it would stop, rub on my nipples the wrong way. So so like right off the bat, I'm like, what the fuck? I can't even wear the backpack where I'm going to keep all our water because it hurts my because it hurts my nipples. You should have taped them up like Lady Gaga or something. <laughs> so two X's. <laughs> so, but leading up to that trip, for the weeks leading up to that, I was bombarded with messages from ants to my personal email, came used to at Gmail, with. 
absolutely very concerned, very nice, some condescending pricks who are like, uh, <laughs> let me know when you're in, when you're at the Grand Canyon so I can plan to come out and visit you at the hospital because I know that's where you're going to be if you attempt this. <laughs> like that kind of tone some of these emails are getting. What an asshole, man. <laughs> so there, but there were some very concerning emails I was getting from people who said they did this and that you're not going to be able to do this without taking precautions. They said, if you, if you don't have the proper shoes, you're going to lose toenails on this hike. Oof. If you don't have a walking stick, you will be confronted with, with snakes and how are you going to move them without a walking stick? So you better bring a walking stick. Uh, how your the fuck brain- am I going to move them? How am I going to move them with a walking stick? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you're going to have, your brain's going to be scrambled within 10 seconds. You don't, you don't used to this elevation because please, I beg you, do not do this. They put the fear of God in me so much that we just stayed in the Grand Canyon fucking, um, a little tourist. We didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> we did the chocolate factory, and uh, we went to the pizza parlor. You guys never hiked? <laughs> we didn't hike. We ate at the Wendy's. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was so terrified that we were going to die that I was like, I can't do it. I just, I, I don't want to take these everybody down there because, and and then if they, we can't get out. It's just not worth it. Like, like I said, there was too many people warning me. Like, there was just too many things. I was like, God oh, is speaking to me right now. What about that? What about the the donkeys, the burrows? I, we didn't see anything like that. We were at the <laughs> south, the southern rim, and when we got there. There was no donkeys. There was no glass bridge. There was no donkeys at the Wendy's. We, I, we all oh over. no, there were. <laughs> <laughs> So we did the touristy thing uh, in the afternoon. Yeah. We went to the, uh, the the trails that the tourists do. Like we stayed by by the people who look like they, you know, they couldn't really do anything. Like they couldn't hack it. They're too old or too out of shape. That's where I felt like that was our that was our lane. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were with them, were you? <laughs> We took the handicap trail that was the, the, the lack of self-awareness is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now, Frank, were you in agreement with this? Were you like, no, oh, it's too dangerous? He, he was not happy that oh, no? like, I would put my foot down. But his wife was happy. She was like, you can only go where Walt goes. She goes. <laughs> it was... Going, let me tell you, going to the Grand Canyon was like oh, having three wives because <laughs> Deb, we Walt, were in Utah just before. My- <laughs> <laughs> we're all Mormons now, and I, I, every time I walked even remotely close just to see what the the, the, the Grand Canyon looked like, all of them from ten feet away were yelling to me to come back that I was too close <laughs> to the edge. I needed to come back onto the concrete and look at it from there. <laughs> but your wife was so concerned. She was so she was like filled with anxiety as you got too close to the edge though. Why would you want to do that to her? She said to me, she goes, You can go wherever Walt goes <laughs> is what she told me. <laughs> So that was what I saw at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you drive 2,500 miles for Walt to be like, no. 
up what you said. <laughs> but when we got there, we were, it was like it was massive. We never would have fucking made it down to the bottom. There's no. not a chance on the planet we would have made it down to the bottom. It was completely bigger than I remembered it. Yeah, it was huge, huge. There's I'll no t- fucking. I'll way. tell you, they ended up walking to the other side of the um, of the path. And I was just like, I'll go in the car and I'll wait for you guys in the parking lot. Yeah, so I just parked, I parked close to the path waiting for them with the air conditioner running. And I was watching TV. <laughs> he's had to put on the office. He's at the Grand Canyon and he's watching the office in his car. Mary's like, did Walt say you could do that? <laughs> But what I wanted to do was I I had saw the night before I had saw these these really hyped up tours that Jeep tours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's do the Jeep tour. It says that they do they have they grant you access that most tourists will not gain. You know, you're going to get more you're going to go areas where like the normal tourists don't go on these Jeep tours cuz they're like off-roading and it was expensive it, per person. I think it was like one hundred and twenty-five dollars, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. So yep. we we tried to book these Jeep tours and we couldn't book one. They're all sold out until until finally we call the last tour, the Jeep tour place, and they say, yeah, they have enough spots free for us. So we book it uh, for five o'clock or six o'clock in the evening. This tour to, to see the sun go down in the Grand Canyon. And they talk about we're going to see wildlife that we've never seen before. <laughs> but granted, we had been there for 24 hours, so we we had seen all the deer that they were that that is at the Grand Canyon. Right. So we didn't actually see anything that that we hadn't seen for free, you know, the night before. But we got, I swear to God, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. We got the most condescending, <laughs> fucking, uh, irritating. Know it all, and I fucking spend six hours a day with Tatum Steve Dave in a room just us. And I'm telling you, I know condescending and know it all. And this fucking lady was brutal. Really, she was the jeep driver. She was the tour guide. Mm-hmm. So t- yeah, tell them about. I mean, I, I can't even. I, I know you guys are going to think I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating, and this didn't happen, or she didn't say this. But I swear to God, everything that uh, we were going to tell you about this fucking tour guide. Is gospel. It was wow. It was shocking how poor she was. We could start off by saying that it's safe to assume that everybody thinks Walt Flanagan is wonderful because this (laughs) poor guy did not like you. She hated you. She hated me because I had the fucking balls to question some of her, some of her knowledge. And then, and then when she got and when she annoyed me, I started to then just fucking outright mock her. But <laughs> the woman you described as a smug asshole. <laughs> there was one. There was one point in the tour where they were bickering back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh Over God. the year that drones were first brought into public use, it's true. <laughs> because everything that everything that she brought up about, like showing us the Grand Canyon and and give and relaying knowledge, she relayed knowledge by asking us questions. Like, does anybody know this? Or does anybody know this? Or does anybody know this? It was like it became 
too irritating to be constantly be like questioned about anything. It's not a classroom. Right. It's like if we fucking knew these questions, we wouldn't fucking be paying you <laughs> through the nose. To tell us the fucking answers. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so and, – and when you said something, let's say you were wrong and like – because she's not talking until somebody answers. Someone throws out an answer even if it's wrong. So we would throw out an answer and if it was wrong, she'd be like, before you could even finish the word, no. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and of course she's fucking – she had to let us know she was formerly a vegan. Right off the bat. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't about you, bitch. No one cares about. We're here to see the fucking hole in the fucking earth. We don't care about your dietary um, needs or how you're so much better and superior to us who consume fucking uh, homogenized or pasteurized food. But I mean, if she's like, I'm formally a vegan. Yeah, but now she hunts her food, and she nothing goes to waste. How good for her! Oh my god, she was so fucking pretentious. It was fucking maddening. Well, we kind of got off on the wrong foot with her yep. um, about 10 minutes into the, the tour through no fault of our own. No. We, we were sweet. She dropped us off at some store and told us to go for a half hour and go look. Our first up. fucking we, stop on the tour was yep. a gift shop in a parking lot <laughs> where there's hundreds of thousands oh of people God. anyway. So that's our first stop. And she goes, you have a half hour here to just go like at a gift shop. Right. So obviously we don't have a – there's not a half hour that we're going to spend in a gift shop. So we just sat on the side of the rim. You know, It was nice and cool. And there was these squirrels everywhere that were almost like they would um, – they were so conditioned and trained to kind of like sit up on their hind legs and beg for food. It's so cute and adorable. Like they look like little men walking for food if you give them food. And they're very aggressive for the food. But it's still cute as hell. You know, they look yeah. like they're walking on their back feet. And we're just sitting there and another tour guide, um, a nice guy, I thought, comes over and just starts a conversation with Frank. Mm-hmm. About what, Frank? What was it again? Something about a car, right? Uh, yeah, I was wearing a DeLorean hat, so oh, we were yeah. talking about the car. And then he started – we started to ask him a couple questions about the Grand Canyon just because we're making – what else are we going to fucking talk about with this guy right. who won't leave us alone? <laughs> so obviously, right. we, you know, he, we're talking about – and we ask about what's the most dangerous animal. And he goes, oh, it's the squirrels. He goes, they have bubonic plague. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, we were just feeding these squirrels hours earlier in the day. And I was telling Frank, don't feed that squirrel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I said, you don't know if it's going to scratch you or give you rabies. Yeah. And he wouldn't just, listen. There's something else he didn't want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> stay back. Stay away from the squirrel. <laughs> but I was right, though. I was like, they may, yeah, be, yeah. they may have a disease. You don't know. They're out in the daytime. They're, this is not normal behavior for a squirrel to be walking up to you that <laughs> nonchalant and begging for food right and getting aggressive if he doesn't yeah. get it like like they went into his bag really with their oh two God. hands like little chimpanzees like little primates so they're huh. trying to get into his bag to take his chocolate bar <laughs> jesus uh so we're, t- we're so we're floored by that when he says they have bubonic plague and they're the most dangerous animals in the park and then we're talking about you know these kids who are like who are just dangling their feet off a very <laughs> precarious rock like if if they fell, if they had fallen, they would have died. So I was like, "Why are you? Why do you guys allow this? Like, why are the park rangers so like okay with people acting like fools just to get a like a selfie?" Mm. And he got like kind of a like, "Well, it's nature. We're not supposed to be putting up higher walls. This is what it's all about. If you're too stupid, 
You know, it's your fault. <laughs> and I go, yeah, but I just read a story about a kid who got blown off the rim, not doing anything wrong, a little four-year-old mm-hmm. who got blown off the rim because of a high gust of wind. And he's like, so? <laughs> railings taller asshole like what you're telling me it's okay for kids to come on vacation and get blown off the side of the rim i gotta say i kind of feel for him i felt the same way during that amber alert I'm like so <laughs> so we're talking to him and like i said i, oh, I would have rather had this guy as our tour guide because he was still nice he goes where's the beers are we going to get beers later mm-hmm. you know and we what? Like, <laughs> Was Q the tour guide? <laughs> just, <laughs> like, yeah, still- just some dude you met in a parking lot who wants to go grab beers later. He's like, yeah, I'm a ranger. Why not? <laughs> but he had a personality at least. And he wasn't like so condescending and pretentious as our as our tour guide was. But then our tour guide fucking comes around the corner and she's like, hello, we're waiting for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And she goes, what's going we on? We were there early. Yeah, we're like, we're like, oh, okay, we didn't know we were back. We, we thought we had more time. And she's like, what's going on with that With that tour guide? Why were you asking him so many questions? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we, we wished you were here because no one's going to believe us. We said, she is so pissed off that we were talking to another tour guide. Like we were cheating at her. Yes. So we thought she was teasing at first. So we kind of rolled with it. She's like, oh, you know, we were just talking about DeLoreans. And he told us that the fucking squirrels have bubonic plague. I was like, is that true? And she's like, well, why don't you go back and ask him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was stunned when she said that because I'm sitting right behind her in the Jeep. And I looked at Frank and I'm like, is she like, is she serious or is she teasing us? And she was not teasing us. She was fucking livid that we were talking to another tour guide. Dude, I, I, I was upset already that I wasn't able to go on the trip now. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. And my daughter, I look at my daughter, and she does not want me to engage. She's like, stop. Stop talking to her. You know, you're, you're, it's like she doesn't find it amusing right. that she's getting more <laughs> irritated with me by the moment. So we go to the next stop, and she we go to another spot, which is fucking another parking lot. Just another parking lot amongst the fucking 12 that we visited that night. Um, so we get out and she goes, you can go out here and get some good pictures. There's some great scenery over here. And she starts to talk about how uh, the Grand Canyon had to ban drones because of the frequency that a drone is, is uh, like controlled on would interfere with the helicopters, tours or rescues that they would, might have to perform. And I thought that was interesting. So I said, oh, wow. I go, so was that something that was learned by accident? That like, you know, because when the drones came into popularity, I can't imagine that people just didn't come with them and were like, I'm going to get amazing footage here at the Grand Canyon with my drone. And you guys learned the hard way or that, you know, you had to like squash this. And I said, so when was that? I said, when was that implemented that they had to ban drones? She goes, she goes, well, when were drones invented? She goes, so like in my face like that. And I was like. Uh, I don't, I don't know. And she goes the eighties and I go, and so it's the eighties. She goes like, like, like she's right. Mm. And turns away. And I go, no, I don't think so. I said, <laughs> I, go, I don't think the commercial drone was available to the, to the average Joe consumer in the eighties. I said, it would be much, much later than that. Probably 20 years. I said, I can, I can't imagine anyone having a drone in the nineties. I said, and she goes, I don't know. And then like five minutes later, she comes back and she goes, 
She goes, drones were in the 80s. She goes, I was a government contractor. (laughs) (laughs) And a former vegan. I swear to God, she said that. Like, she couldn't let it go that I questioned. And I told her, like, there's no way that drones were around in the 80s, I said. Consumer models of drones. I mean, I can't say for a fact, but I I feel like I'm 99.9% sure. We would have seen them. <laughs> At some point. I wish you were there. And my, and my daughter is just like like mortified. It's like we're arguing about drones amongst all the tourists that are on our that are on the um, on the rim. And then she says something that I just like I just had had enough. She goes, um, "Do you know who has to get rescued more at the Grand Canyon? Ma- men or female? Men or women?" And um, somebody says men, and she goes, wrong. It's, it's women, she goes. You know why? And I said, because they don't listen to the men, I said. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fucking perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. She just didn't even look at me. She had sunglasses on, so I couldn't see how mad her eyes were. But she just was like, she was seething. And I looked over at my daughter, like laughing, like, huh? huh? That was a good one, right? And she's just like, will you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, the reason that women need to be rescued more at the Grand Canyon is because men, what happens when men are get tired? What do they do? And, and nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, she says. They will rest. What will women do when we get tired? Women, we will carry on. We will persevere. Uh, we will keep going. And we will push ourselves to oh the boy. point where, you know, where yeah. we push ourselves harder than the men uh, because of whatever i don't know what what her reasoning was and that's why women have to get rescued more it's due to stupidity then is what she's saying (laughs) (laughs) that's what she's saying and then she says something that just fucking makes me go did she didn't just say that did she she starts talking about well who funds the parks and the national parks Uh, who's in charge of the national parks in the government and, you know, the questions that I'm like, ah, who the fuck knows? I don't know. But she starts <laughs> rattling off, like, who's in charge of that? The Department of, uh, I don't know, Department of Nature. I don't know what it was. And, and people are just zoning out now because she just keeps asking us questions that nobody can answer. And then if somebody says something, she's like, no. <laughs> but then she says something that just made me go, I can't believe she just said that. She goes, now, um, BLM, she goes, is, uh, is a political organization who does nothing. <laughs> really? And I was just like, what, 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 what just happened here? Like, it, like she just fucking called out BLM at the Grand Canyon. We're looking at fucking shrubs and berries. And uh, she just says that out of nowhere. What like her political feelings on BLM. Unless BLM means something else uh, at the Grand Canyon. Well, there's a Bureau of Land Management. Oh, okay. Well, then that may be it then, because I was like, what the hell is she talking about? Why is she bringing this up? How does she know our political... How does she not know? Like, why Why is she saying this? Like, would she say this if there was people of color in our group? <laughs> or would she call it by at least the, pro- like the full name instead of an acronym? Right. Yeah, I think that's probably what she means. She, she probably has personal experience with BLM and uh, is unhappy with their, uh, their policies. But not the BLM that's in the news today. No, no. The one that nobody uh, knows well, about. I owe her an apology then. The one that she should have sort of specified <laughs> since everyone thinks BLM. <laughs> okay, yeah, then I was wrong on that one then. But remember, before she even mentioned that, she was saying how she used to live on the southern border. 
of the state. Oh, yeah. And then she, yes, and she, she goes, I moved away because of everything that's happening down on the border. She goes, it's just a mess. Yeah, she, <laughs> she kind of did bring her personal feelings yeah. into the tour, to the tour inf- information. Um, but I wonder who she voted for. I, I didn't ask her. <laughs> yeah, but she she just had a distaste. Like she she was just kind of like just too pretentious and too too interested in like t- kind of making us feel stupid. She actually said at one point, "Where did you people go to school?" Oh my god, that's what she said. <laughs> right, like Frank? Yes. Where yes. did you get your education at? She goes. Is everybody's terrified to say the wrong answer because she's jumping on her down our throats. She's just been like Harvard. <laughs> Frank here went to Yale. <laughs> we had a teacher and a professor in our group, and they were terrified to say anything because they were going to get their heads bitten off. Jeez, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of sidled up to the other group that was in our in our uh, on our bus afterwards. Oh, you were distancing <laughs> yourself from Walt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody was. Nobody wants to sit next to me. <laughs> I'm with this family now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. That's unbelievable. Yeah. But then she had the balls. The balls. She brings us back to our car, you know, and she goes, um, I have a tip jar up here, and if you would, please leave me a great review. <laughs> I was wow. just like, you got to be out of your mind. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to about to go leave her a bad review because I hate people who leave bad reviews. Mm. I'm just not into doing that. I have no idea what her day was like before she picked this up. Maybe it was a, a bad, bad day. Right, then I, her muskrat got away when uh, she was you know, I'm not. I don't want to judge her on one on a couple hours, so I'm not going to go and leave her a bad review. But I sure as hell ain't giving you a fucking tip, though. I paid $120 for that bullshit. Right, and if, if they had been like over, like overly helpful and friendly and like, hey, yeah, like you know, like made it a fun experience, yeah. then yeah, you might not feel bad like, like throwing her 10 or like, 20. I want, like, I wish we could have just traded like families and gone on the tour guide with the guy who wanted to go get beers. Yeah, he would have drank a beer just I mean, to, I went to avoid to, the yeah, lady. I fucking tried a Mongolian restaurant. Maybe I was really? up for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. So uh, the way back. Well, then we went to Tombstone. We saw... We went to Tombstone? We went to Tombstone. Frank oh, wanted to do I Tombstone. I love Tombstone. You like Tombstone? I love You've been Tombstone. There? Yeah. We got I do. It's a lot there. of fun. Yeah. Frank really wanted to do Tombstone, so we we drove the... How many hours was that from Grand Canyon? Six? Well, yeah, like six, six to eight, I think it was. Yeah. Like everything at this point started to be like eight or nine hours away from each other. Yeah, which makes it and, difficult to I, like get there before anything closes because you got to get up so early to get on the road if something closes six hours away. Yeah, because if you start at ten, you get lunch. You, by the time you roll into town, it's already four o'clock then. So and then you only have like a couple hours to do anything there. Yeah, Tombstone's fun. It, you know what? It's not my thing. No. I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it's a a place. I could see why it, it, a lot of people go there. I could see why people have fun. But I was kind of like, mm, it's just I'm just not into cowboys, I guess. And you said Alicia's up for anything, right? She's like she, she, she's into yeah. the whistle factory. She's into yeah, this. She, she's into that. Yeah, she's the kind of uh, of person that like whatever, whatever you guys want to do, I'm up for it. I'm not going to complain. Hmm. Until, until you know, until we until we're in the car alone, and then she tells me that she, you know, that she's like, it's too hot. Yeah, what's and- with Frank? Why do we have to go to Tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> it's 118 degrees there. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, my it god! Hot. God! Yeah. Oh god! We saw the whorehouse though. But- oh yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, the birdcage was it? Yeah, the birdcage. Yeah. The birdcage. Bird I think it's. Take- I don't. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, it's just, did you take an old Western photo, like an old timey Western photo with everybody in in costume? No, we we had we were just oh. still suit. We're still fucking seething over our uh, over our tour. <laughs> Our tour budget being fucking blasted by the uh, by the tour guide, and, and but we didn't do that. But we we took photos. We took a lot of photos on off of our phone. Yeah. We saw we saw a reenactment of the big fight with Wyatt mm-hmm. Earp and uh, who are some of the other big yeah, wigs like in the that James Gang? Uh, yeah, but yeah, Doc Holiday, Doc, Doc Holiday, yeah. And I got that tell was you, awesome. The the young guys that do that, and there were some older guys. They deserve more recognition for for doing that shit in fucking trench coats in 118 degree weather for a bunch of tourists yeah. every fucking day out in the sun. Probably multiple yeah. times a day. Oh my <laughs> god! And they're like they are so into it and they're so eager to to talk about it. It was uh, yeah that that was impressive yeah. for the actors who were in that. I, I loved it. I would actually love to go back there again. Tombstone if, with the opera. What else? Yeah, is yeah, I do. Would- it's like one street. We did it all. You're not going back, Literally. Frank. <laughs> we saw a knockdown, drag out brawl in the in the streets of Phoenix. But so, did you just feel like badass? We felt badass in Tombstone. Oh, I don't know if you can hear us. Can did you hear you us? Felt Frank? badass. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear uh, me? Oh, okay. You, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess you could feel like a bad. You can get caught up in that. Like, yeah, I'm a, I could be a gunslinger. <laughs> you you kind of get caught up in that mentality until you're like, yeah, because it's all fucking play acting. Could you ever imagine living in a fucking time where, like, if you fucking looked at somebody the wrong way, they'll shoot you in the they'll face? Just shoot you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to live in a world like that. <laughs> but we almost saw yeah, a world like that great. in Phoenix Q. We saw a big knockdown, drag out brawl right on the streets of Phoenix uh, when we're parked at a traffic light. Really? Yeah, some dude just beating the shit out of like three people. (laughs) One little man with a bald head just knocking people out. (laughs) Women. Wow. Knocking out women. Knocking out women, dudes. He didn't care. He was hitting anybody. And and, and people sitting at a bus stop acting, oh, yeah, this is just a regular Monday in Phoenix. They didn't even try to stop the brawl, they did not care. And you said that uh, it happened too quick to bust out your iPhone and get a little world star action, right? I mean, I could have. I was just in shock. I, I just don't. I don't see that very often, where you just see people just beating the shit out of each other. And I didn't even think to bring pick up my phone and videotape it. I saw a fight in Wildwood. Same thing. I'm just watching it, and meanwhile, I look around. Everybody has their fo- their phones out, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't occur to me. I'm just watching it. I think it was funny. My wife's going, "Why are they doing that?" I'm like. <laughs> Let me go find out. <laughs> hey, Baldy. You know what's, what's funny about it is that we, before that we're in Tombstone and you feel like a badass, right? Yeah. And then you're 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 in Phoenix and you're seeing this fight on the street and we're like, all right, roll the windows up. <laughs> yeah, reality hits you in the face when uh, you're when you see it. It's not it's not a bunch of eighteen year olds in play acting in trench coats. <laughs> it's a fucking a muscular ass fucking five foot five dude with a bald head beating the shit out of five people. Yeah. You ain't rolling up to him and saying, "Hey, dude, what's going on? Yeah, like Is math. everything okay?" But like fueled by meth. <laughs> And then where else did we? Oh, you guys went on a Breaking Bad tour. Yes, oh, that's that cool. was awesome. Yeah, that went really to cool. New Mexico, Q, and they and there was they were doing tours of locations. locations. Yeah, yeah. What'd you see? Oh, uh, we saw we saw everything. We got lucky because when we called for the reservation, the RV was booked up, but this other guy um, 
he used to, he runs a limousine company. And he used to actually bring the actors and the crew back and forth uh, when the show was going on, uh, you know, when it was when it was uh, being taped. So he had a lot of insight knowledge. He had a lot of photos and stuff. So we went with him. And it only ended up being the three of us, uh, me, Mary, and Alicia. And he took us to, we went to Walter White's house. We went to the laundry. We went to the car wash. Every single, what about the restaurant? Um, Did you guys go to the restaurant too? Oh yeah, yeah. We went to um, the. It was called Twisters, but it was the um, the Chicken Brothers in the in the show. Okay. Um, and and the cool thing was is that he was he kind of knew everybody on the um, on the tour. And when we got in front of Walter White's house, it's it's very well known that the people who own the house take the uh, publicity that the mm. show has generated, and they will often you know scare people away. They just sit there all day in their driveway. Um, you know, telling people not to take pictures and this and that, but because they knew our tour guide, um, we kind of got to hang out there and talk a little bit about what it was like when they were filming the show and everything. So it was, it was really, really cool. It, it was, it was nice. I mean, that tells wow, you man. how, like, how up for anything Alicia is. Yeah. She went, <laughs> like, it's like she just met Frank and Mary only yeah. a couple days earlier. And like, you know, she's like totally like I couldn't do that as like an 18 year old. Right. Like, yeah. I'm just going to go with like, you know, people I really don't know that she's not like me, though. Yeah. yeah like she's, your parents' friends. She's got a personality. Yeah. Yeah. She's a cool kid. But yeah, yeah me and Deb, nice. while they were, we, we searched for a Sabaros because we were just like <laughs> jonesing for like real pizza, like, or at least pizza that we recognized. <laughs> so we're like on the hunt for like, you know, we're like crack addicts driving around Phoenix, like, hey man, you where's the Sabaros at? Gonna start knocking women out. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally find a Sabaros in this mall. And I've never been in a mall like this, man. I had, I just, it was just a culture shock. We walk in and there's a lunchboard sign in front of the entrance to the mall that says, have you removed all your belongings? Uh, um, have you locked your doors? We are not responsible for any theft. And we're like, oof. That's not like that's not like, that's not like at our malls in Jersey. And then, we and also, to, you're driving a car where you have all your shit in it. Exactly, all our luggage is in that car. So oh, we're like, uh oh. And then we go to the front door, the sliding doors to get in, and there's giant uh, signs all over the front door: "No firearms are allowed in this in this establishment." <laughs> so we're like, oh shit, you can carry it in this state too. We didn't I, we didn't realize it. So we're like, well. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. There's no way that there's going to be um, – what are the chances that our car would get robbed? We're like, you know, we're, we're overthinking it. We're, we've been too safety cautious on this trip as it is. So like, Let's leave our doors unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's our equivalent of fucking hanging our feet off yeah. the edge of, the, of a rock at the, at the Grand Canyon. But when we walked in, the fucking first steps into the um, – I, I know I shouldn't tell this story. I know I shouldn't do this, but I should. I, I got to be honest. I didn't even tell Frank. So we're looking for. Well, we walk in. We see a poster too. This is also something that was really fucked up. Of this dog that says that like the, if you see this dog, don't approach it in the mall. It is. Uh, it detects firearms and it's working. So there's a dog that walks around the mall detecting firearms. Right. How fucking <laughs> how. How many firearms come through that to try to get through that mall on a daily basis? That they got to hire a dog. Like we got to get a dog. It's just people won't listen. The signs aren't working. So we go in. Me and Deb go walk into the mall. We're a little, you know, we're a little leery. I mean, we're we're, we're out of towners. Let's just be honest. And we're mm-hmm. old too, so we don't know what's going on. So we're walking around. We, we can't find a directory. 
And we walk to one end of the mall and we, there's no Sabaros on that side. We know there's a Sabaros there. And I notice somebody's following us. I swear to really? God, I know. I, 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 I well, I, th- I think he was following us. So I say to Deb, I was like, I was like, let's just stop and go into this mall, into this store. It was like a, a beanbag store or something. I don't even know what it was. Something we weren't even interested in. And I said, I don't know. I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I think that guy was following us. <laughs> and she's like, I think he was not following us. And then we walk out, and uh, he's sitting on the bench. So I'm okay. like, is this motherfucker following us? And uh, but you know, then he he actually was waiting for his wife too, though. Oh really? So I, I turned out I wasn't being a big pussy. <laughs> there was all those signs of firearms and everything. I mean, there's a dog walking around. It's it's, it's yeah, it's not like the mammoth mall I, like I, around yeah, here. Yeah, I, I I know that I talked like I was going to fucking climb out of the Grand Canyon like some action hero, like I was going to hook up with some fucking young rock climbers. They're going to call me Jersey. They're going to they're going to see my raw talent as a rock climber. And I was do all this shit but i mean I, yeah i'm just all fucking fucking hot air man because when when, when push came to shove i turned into a fucking 99 year old woman well aren't we all <laughs> <laughs> well later, later on that night the 99 year old woman and all of us came out oh that's right the, this is a good one too tell this yeah the, the the diner so we we're driving out of New Mexico, and uh, it, it was really, really late before we got to our next location, and um, we were starving, and we couldn't find any place to eat, so we ended up, Walt uh, message, or, um, you know, says on the walkie-talkie, hey, listen, there's a diner up at this town straight ahead. Why don't we stop at it? And what time was it? Like 11 uh, at night? No, it was like 10. 10? Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was, the town was called Belene. And never heard of it. We go into the diner, and do you want to tell them a little bit about the uh, the atmosphere? Well, warm welcome that we got. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was chilly to say the least. Like wow. nobody wanted to wait on us, and when they when the waitress finally came over, uh, I don't know if you know what this means, but like she had a tattoo of a of a black like a teardrop. T- I think it means oh, she yeah. killed somebody. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she killed someone in prison or something, yeah. right? So she had one of those tattoos, and she was eyeing us up as her next fucking teardrop tattoo. It looked so? like uh-huh. she was so angry. She did everything we asked for. We don't have that. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like a tiger, like or like trying to control herself not to pounce and eat us right there. It felt well, like. Did you at this point? Did you start? To, did you start to think like maybe it's us? Like the tour guide driving it like us? No, this lady doesn't like us. <laughs> I think we're lovable as fuck. I don't understand why anybody would love us. It was the most unnerving thing. The entire um, diner was empty. Yeah. There was only like maybe two other patrons there. She came over and said, what can I get you? And she just stared at us, like yep. staring through you. So we're like, all right, yeah, four Cokes and a water. And she's just looking. Yeah, she doesn't say anything. She looking. just stares at you. And then she starts staring <laughs> at Alicia. Like, she oh, wouldn't no. take her eyes yeah. off Alicia. Really? Was Alicia getting nervous? Alicia was on her phone. She didn't even notice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I wasn't about to like tell her. I was like, you know, I think you're going to get married in a second. Yeah. Because that waitress over there is eyeing you up. And you may have to go live with her for us to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the, place, the place was so bad. We got all of our food, but we had no... 
Yes. So I, I said to the waitress, um, could I please have a fork? <laughs> and she looks at me. She goes over to the counter. She brings back one fork and hands it to me. And that's it. Nobody oh, else got any utensils. <laughs> oh, it was oh my so God. uncomfortable. And then tell them about when you looked up the town. What the town? What the yeah, town so, uh, has a rep for? Oh gosh, yeah. Mary had to have that doing this. So, so we're leaving and we're ready to get gas. And Mary starts talking a horn while I'm filling up, and she's like, "We got to get out of here." I, <laughs> she's talking it like, 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 like she saw a UFO and, or like, or, or, a, or a mad bull yeah. is about to gorge Frank. And she's like, "Hurry, get to the car." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And I'm like, "What's the matter?" And she goes, "I just looked up the town." She goes, it is the number one worst city as far as the crime index is concerned. She goes, in the state. She goes, it's in the top ten as far as the country. And I go, well, what do you mean? She goes, I'll tell you this. How much more clear could you make? (laughs) (laughs) All all of a sudden, she's like, you know, she's like Oracle on the computer, you know. (laughs) She goes, goes, I'll tell you this. Bed Stuy in New York City is a twenty on the index of crime. Bed Stuy, Bed Stuy, right? Kind of a nice neighborhood. Huh? No, you said Brooklyn. I thought. Yeah, Bed Stuy's in Brooklyn. Yeah, oh, Bed Stuy's okay. in Brooklyn. It's kind. Of, it's kind of a nice neighborhood these days. But uh, is it? But I understand what you mean. I, I, you know what? I should have interrupted. I don't know why I opened my stupid mouth. Keep going, but I'm just saying it's it. Bed Stuy was listed as a twenty on this index, and the town that we were in was listed as a one. And oh. it goes from zero to a hundred. So this is the same so, town that the waitress was in. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, yes, like the, like there was it was two ladies running the joint, and um, they both were some tough, tough ladies, tough looking ladies yeah. that like yeah would put the fear of God in you if if we if like we if, if you had to fight them you think like, you might lose. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> You don't have any teardrops. No, like, you don't see any yeah. teardrops except real ones yeah. coming out of these eyes for, for making a horrible mistake. But yeah, yeah. we got out of there alive, and um, the, and then our final stop on the way home was um, Metropolis, Illinois. Q. You oh, know? you saw the Superman statue? We saw it. Yeah, how cool is it? It's pretty fucking cool that like this little town with really nothing going on in it has been like we're yeah. going to adopt Superman, and DC is like okay with it. Like, D.C. didn't fucking squash it, which... Well, it was before D.C. was, like, a corporate thing like it is now. Oh, yeah. is that why they're able to do this? Because I'm like, how is yeah. how are they getting permission to do this without I think it was DC? I think it was kinder days, like, yeah. uh, you know, You've more there? groovy days. I've never been there. I've always, I do want to go. Yeah, I've seen pictures of the statue. Yeah, we Superman... Um, what was it? A Superman parade, uh, Frank? I'm sorry, you were breaking up. Say it again. What did we miss? There was like a Superman event there that goes on every year, and we missed it by oh, a yes. week. It was a super celebration, yeah. and it, it, we we missed it last year. But this year, I went onto the website when I bought that brick, okay. and it's it's taking place in July thirtieth uh, of this year. Yeah, so they have this celebration where they and they say they get fifteen thousand people to come into town for wow. this celebration, and I'm talking like a town that is. Maybe the size of the street that Bry lives on. It, it was so <laughs> super tiny. And they have this massive Superman statue. They have a Superman museum, which I don't know. I, I was impressed with it. I don't know, Frank. I, I was getting the vibes that you weren't as impressed with it as I was. Well, for me, it, just, it was just so cluttered. And I like things kind of like be explained, like if this is something. You know, like we had to look for a lot of the signs for things. Like we would look and see a cape. 
And yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool. What is it? You know, there was no sign saying that this was, um, you know, Christopher Reeve's cape or Dean Kane's cape. And, you know, I had a hard time with that. But I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, like there, there must be over $5 million worth of Superman memorabilia in wow. this one little Superman museum in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. Uh, I mean, it was, that's the road that I let Alicia drive on to get to that town. Oh, it yeah. was so, it was like fucking Hazard County. <laughs> it was that small town uh, vibe to it. And there was another, there was a comic book store, a pretty big comic book store. And then it was kind of half-assed the effort of the other stores to maintain mm. the Superman vibe, which I think, I mean, why not embrace it? Becomes, I mean, with everything, right? Yeah. Superman hardware store. You should have been like this town should have just been super everything, and they just yeah. kind of were like, "Man, eh, we're over it." Right. But I mean, what else yeah. do you got? You, you, you yeah, really I should mean, embrace it. You really, I mean, one thing that I've I've noticed that like if if I was a foreigner from another country and I did this trip, I would think Americans are obsessed with fucking fireworks. You can't find a gas yeah. station like for, for hundreds of miles, but you could find uh, every 10 miles a tent selling fireworks <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It looks like a bomb went off, like a nuclear <laughs> bomb destroyed a town, but yet that yeah, but you don't, tent is selling fireworks. You don't think that it was because the 4th of July was coming? <laughs> oh, you think it may have been that? I mean, you know what? Maybe, maybe, but this was still June though. Yeah, maybe you're right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I just thought that that was their like – that's I mean, how they make their but... money out there because – I mean these tents were huge though. I don't know if they were just set up for 4th of July. I think they, they, they're up year-round. Yeah. But, there's, but like also there's a lot of underutilized land in America. Like there's way, oh, yeah. way more land. Like we can let millions of people in if they want to come here. And they live just, in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, but just like you just got to get a fucking – inject some infrastructure into these – into these lands where there's nothing but like trees or or sand, yeah. and build up some cities because there's plenty of room uh, that's not being used in, in this country. Yeah, it's all there was. Time. There was at one point where we drove from one state to another. We drove 150 miles, no other cars, no buildings, no people. Wow! It was just the road. And the two and the two of us, and that's it. That's where Jesus. you fucking. That's a movie. Yeah, that's where you connect with the road, Q. You know, you say like the road's my mistress. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. Where you start to feel like it, and it's your mistress. <laughs> and you yeah. can't stand her. Yeah, you're like I just want to, I, I just want to stop driving. <laughs> when did you guys get to that point where you're like I don't want to fucking drive anymore? <laughs> For me, yeah, I felt I think it came on pretty early in the trip. I um, I was starting to get loopy. Uh, from driving and you know even my wife was was doing some of the driving frank did all the driving for, on his end but he drive i mean i don't know how the fuck he does it he watches tv while he drives i say that's not no, the safest I, way to drive. Yeah, that doesn't sound safe <laughs> <laughs> all right i wasn't watching television i was listening to the tv <laughs> where, was, where was different. the screen aimed yeah <laughs> uh, it was it was facing down. <laughs> there you go. Now I, I want to ask Frank, and I know it's I know it's hard to answer honestly, you know, on a podcast and everything. But my wife has asked repeatedly since the trip ended, 
how do you think it went? How do you, do you think they had a good time? Do you think that like, you know, they, they were sick of us? Do you think this will hurt your friendship with Frank? Or do you think it strengthened your friendship with Frank? And I'm like, how could it not be strengthened? I was like, we didn't get into it. And and she's like, I don't know. You just never know. I don't know if they had enough of us, of you constantly telling Frank he couldn't do something. (laughs) (laughs) I I think he likes that. I said, he likes to be dominated. (laughs) I got to I got to tell you, we had the best time. I I we, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, going on vacation with you. We had a uh, I I thought we had a ball. I I, I kept saying it. It was a, it was you know throughout the trip. I would say to you, how nice is it? They said, you know, here we are. We've been together ten days, eleven days. Nobody's gotten into an argument yet. Nobody oh, has yeah. you know seems to be sick of each other yet. I mean, everybody's still getting along. I mean, because I bailed early. <laughs> <laughs> But we learn a lot about each other, though, when you spend that many days together, though. You learn about things that you didn't know, You, the real uh, human being. And uh, Frank's got a little bit of OCD. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I think we all do. I I know I do, but, like, uh, Frank's got levels that I didn't even realize. You know, he drives garbage around. Garbage? What? Yeah, tell him. him And for for two decades, this man refuses to buy an extra garbage can for his house, so he'll drive it miles to dump at somebody else's house you know what i knew that i knew that he did drive his garbage places i didn't know it was because of a for want of a garbage can though <laughs> <laughs> can you explain that again because even debbie is just like that makes no sense what are you talking about she was agreeing when i was telling the story or was she just but, she's, but she says like i would uh, you know what i would make you get another job before i would fucking drive garbage around before if we couldn't <laughs> A second garbage can. You're getting another job, so we can afford a second garbage can before I drive garbage around. No, very, very simply, where I live, garbage is privatized. So, in order for you to get your garbage picked up, you have to you have to pay a monthly fee for it. Now, I don't remember what it was because when I looked it up 20 years ago when we first moved into the house, I remember it being fairly expensive per month. However, I live close to the city lines, like within a mile. My father lives within a mile in the city, so I just drive my garbage to his house, and I could just leave it there instead of having to pay monthly to have it taken away. No, when you this say going was, on for twenty when, years, when though. you say fairly expensive, like what? Yeah. About how much? Uh, I don't. I think it was. No matter what I'm saying, let me get my balls broken. I think it was probably like maybe fifty bucks a month. Uh-huh. Wow, that's a, all right. That I think is like fifty dollars a year. I thought he was going to say. Yeah. yeah, but what about the gas? <laughs> <laughs> and the stench of the garbage. <laughs> Time. If it wasn't so close, I probably would, you know, cave and, and pay for the garbage. But because it's just, I mean, literally, I could go drop it off at his house and come back to my house in a span of 10 minutes. I mean, yeah. 50 I a month. Once a week. Yeah, I mean, and then you yeah, like 600 a year. It's like, eh, if I just have to throw it. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. There's no way, yeah. Q, you're fucking driving garbage around before you go to the fucking set of IJ. You're like, hold on, I'm going to be a little late. Today's, it's fucking Thursday. It's garbage day. No, I, no way. I, you, you, I, I said I could see it. Not that I would I need to save a prorated $12.50. <laughs> but I thought that said she did the same thing. Who? Your wife. No, she's she, never driven the- garbage around. I thought before the trip she was collecting all the garbage from the house. To dump oh yeah, in a yeah. I mean, she's a she's a chron- like a compulsive cleaner. 
Uh-huh. But she would she she would draw the line at being like, what? I have to now fucking buckle up, buckle in my garbage <laughs> two times a week. She just would draw it all. She wouldn't do it. No way. But those are the little those are the little quirks and the things that like you know that's the things that you connect with and bond with and like you know you, that's how you get closer a, a, as a friend. Though so by bringing it up yeah. and being like, what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right I, I had a good time would... it was good uh, and like I said nobody got hurt I, I nobody <laughs> you know God really looked down on us because I mean we're driving you know we saw accidents on the way down there so you're always in the back of your mind like you know you're always taking your life in your hands and you do these things yeah I mean devastating is like the loss of a loved one or something but it was crushing that i couldn't yeah. continue on with yeah. you guys we it, were we were very very disappointed i got you a couple souvenirs from the breaking Bad oh nice store. look at this i got you oh nice i got you uh some some this is not real meth god damn it <laughs> but it's uh it's breaking bad blue sky rock candy oh nice. made to look like blue meth it was real nice. stuff. I go down to the bus stop and that, kick somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was from that was from New Mexico. There's a store there that's a Breaking Bad um, store. But at Moab, mm-hmm. I brought you something that like it has nothing to do with Moab. Right. But I just thought it was so fucking badass. This is a gear shift thing. You put this Whoa. on your gear shift. How fucking uh, badass is that? It's a Frankenstein skull. For that charger, that is cool. That is cool. This is the fucking dopest yeah. gear shifter that you could possibly have. You are the Mac Daddy now of fucking Port Mama. This, this is well. It's this probably for a stick shift, car. right? What's that? That's probably for a stick shift, though. Oh, right? you don't have a stick? No. Oh, you got a vagina. I didn't. I got know a vagina it. car. Yeah. <laughs> you can say it. You told me that you're. You don't make it into stick. Your wife said you had to have a man's car, so I just assumed that was like you got a stick shift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She doesn't know what a man's car is. (laughs) (laughs) I told her that's a man's car. You're telling me that you don't have, you can't use that? No, I could probably use it. I could probably, I'll I'll fit this on somehow. Okay. You watch. You just jam it on. (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking cool though. Yeah, I would have bet the farm that you had a stick shift. Nope. That rattled Mm. in my head. That fucking played with my head, man. That played when you you were like, I thought you were taking like a, a subtle dig at me because you're like, my wife said I need a man's car. And I was well, like, oh, so the Prius is not a man's car. <laughs> no, no, not at all. She, she's not only, but she draws the line at this weird, like, like the reason I got this one is because it has all-wheel drive. Really, what I wanted to get was the bigger engine. Right. But it, it's not all-wheel drive. So she's like, well, I don't want you to have that because of the snow in the winter. But don't you need it, though? All-wheel drive? Yeah. I mean, kind of. But, you know, I mean, the other ones, they just had rear-wheel drive. It would, it would just skid all over the place. A louder engine? Yeah. Faster. You don't need to it go would sound fast. ballsy. You you can't go fast. No, no, you're okay. not allowed no. to go fast anymore. Like I know how you feel, Frank. <laughs> Slow and steady. This is very good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, like I said, it has nothing to do with Moab, but I just fell in love with it when I saw it on display there, like in the glass case. I was like, if I was a, if I had a stick shift, I would want this on my stick shift. So mm-hmm. I thought you would dig that. Yeah, thank you. Very cool. No problem. So what did you guys do? Uh, I mean, did you? What did you do, Q, while we were gone? Did you do anything exciting? I know Bri was sick for basically the Ten entire- days. Ten, Ten days. straight days. Oh, God. Yeah, that's horrible. Uh, no, not really. I, I went to a couple of Mets games because uh, we were doing promotion. The new season of IJ started. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, so just doing some light promotion work. Really fucking well. I didn't do shit, man. Mostly sat around this fucking joint hanging out. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I know that um, uh, 
you're you're starting you're going to pick up the uh some appearances on the patreon you're got you're going to be at the picnic olympics i hear i'm going to be at the picnic olympics the the did you announce did you announce the bowling? The bo- uh, we, we haven't announced the bowling episode, but Q is going to be—he's uh, going to be the, yeah. the Webster. That remember that he was the Gretzky. I forget. I think his name was Tom Webster in the seventies of bowling. But okay, I I, I think yeah, the Picnic Olympics is got a massive um, yeah. attendance. There is there's um, anybody who's anybody except Ming because he's not a con. But I think everybody who's anybody in the TSD universe is going to be playing. At the pick oh, Olympics. awesome, man. Like Tim, the record store clerk is coming. That's a oh, deep pull. I can't wait. Yeah, that is a deep. Ladondo, you got Ladondo? Ladondo is coming. Awesome. Troy is great. coming. Sunday Maxwell? Jeff is coming. Huh? Maxwell? Maxwell? No, he's in Tennessee. All right. Uh, yeah, I didn't extend. I didn't know if he would come for the picnic Olympics. That I, I, I know how far it is. Nashville, <laughs> no, no. Jersey. It ain't worth an hour and a half of kickball. <laughs> Some of the events, Q. Kickball. When's the last time you played kickball? Oh, years ago, man. That's cool. What's your What's your dominant foot? A right, definitely righty. Yeah, we're looking. You know, for some, I, got I, want some, to, I want to get some lefties on my team. I mean, I could South probably Paws. pop it out into right. Could probably. Field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a rubber ball. I can kick it with my left foot if you want. But. <laughs> we got extreme badminton with birdies the size of um, a Snapple bottle. Okay. Yeah, so this is going to be a fun event. It's, go, it's called the end of the Summer Olympics because it'll probably come out after it's all edited in August. So if you're not on the Patreon, people, now is the time to join up and uh, forget the real Olympics. That's all fucking corporate bullshit. And they're always they're yeah. arguing. People are turning their back on the flag. All oh, kind of, you don't yeah. have that kind of drama oh, with us. When we yeah. do our flag ceremony, there will be no fucking – no – no dissension brooked. Oh, no, no. We are going to raise that flag. Everybody salutes the four-color demon flag. <laughs> oh, tell them, Steve, Dave. Well, I wish we could. <laughs> oh, we got ads? We do have sponsors. Oh, and there's okay. something I need to get your guys' opinion on. Oh, okay. Uh, but first, I'll talk. Frank, do you want to hang on or do you want to get going? No, that's fine. I'll sit and listen. Okay. Uh, first, uh, we're going to talk about Raycon. Q, you and I are going somewhere pretty soon. Hopefully, I don't get yeah. sick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I know sir. I'm bringing my Raycons with me for the yes. plane ride. Uh, so whether it's for work or play, a lot of us are going to be on the move again this summer. So our advice to you is take your Raycons with you. So whether you're uh, listening to podcasts or rock and roll or uh, road music, a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears can make all the difference. You get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great and feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors and with customizable gel tips included for a comfortable in-ear fit. They are built to go wherever you go with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case. Uh, the batteries, I love. I, I put them in my ears at nights because of the tinnitus, and I, I, I just listen all night long to, like, you know, white noise or uh, uh, what's it? Uh, like, ASMR uh, Music stuff? sounds. Uh, no, I haven't really gotten into that. Oh, yeah. I'm in, big into the ASMR. Are you? Yeah. I like razor, cl- like buzzers. Yeah, oh, yeah. You've mentioned that, that before. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's... I'll have to check that out. Yeah. ASMR. Uh, so listen up. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our listeners. And all you have to do to get it is go to buyraycon.com slash TESD, where you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. And it's such a good deal. You're going to want to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash TESD. That's buyraycon.com slash TESD. Uh, what else do I got? We have, um, 
before I get into this other thing, uh, podcast awards. <gasps> we won. We did oh. not win. Not yet. We got. We're, oh, it's yeah. just a matter of time. Yeah, we're uh, we're it's in a sure thing. We're in the categories uh, people's choice and in comedy. So if you go to podcastawards.com and vote for us, we would appreciate that. We haven't won an award in some time. I think we're due. No. I uh, yeah. I, I why haven't we won any any awards in in such a long time? I don't know. The last one we were up for was the Webbies, and they went real political with the winner. I I feel. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. You know? Oh, I I hear what you're saying. Uh huh. You certain there's certain topics that you got to address and. Yeah, you, you got to play the game. If you want to get the hardware, you got to play the game. Mm-hmm. We're, we're renegades, man. We don't fucking play by those rules. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you want to do that, go to podcastawards.com. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, please. Oh, it would be so cool to be able to put some new plaques or trophies in the TSD General Store. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah that would be really nice. I mean, you can vote multiple times, right? Curator. Come on, buddy. What are you up to? Stop fucking lighting fires and uh, cars on fire. Start fucking multiple. Start creating multiple email accounts so we can so we can increase the numbers. Yeah, invest in a spam bot or something. (laughs) Uh, We also have this week. uh, We have Green Chef. Uh, Green Chef, which is uh, the oh, I gotta tell you, man, eating on the road for that many days fucks with Mm -mm. you. Oh, it's Frank. We've got the heat. Frank pussied out. How so? And this is the only thing I told him to do. He wouldn't do. We stopped at one of those uh, Armarillo, uh, eat the seven pound steak in thirty minutes, and you and you get a t shirt and you know, everything's free. He pussied out. Uh-huh. He fucking was like, "I'm gonna do that. I can do it. I know I can do it." We get there, and he, he fucking won't do it. <laughs> and I was like, "Come on, you could do it. This 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 fucking place will go crazy if you go up there." It's 10.30 also in the morning that we got to stop it, too. I just happened to get there at 10.30 in the morning. He's going to eat a 10-pound steak. Oh, my God. But he told me he could do it, and then he fucking – he wusses out. Well, I I really think you over – I think he overestimates the excitement that was going to occur at a restaurant (laughs) for somebody eating a steak. Uh, The the problem was that uh, you had to eat everything. So it was steak. It was shrimp. It was a salad. It was all that. I know I could eat the steak, but I wasn't going to eat the shrimp because I don't like seafood. I wasn't going to eat the – yeah, and I wasn't going to eat the salad because I don't like salad. So it's going to be an automatic loss for me anyway. So why do I want to go up in the middle of the restaurant on top of a stage while everybody watches me knowing that I'm not going to win? Because I told them why. Because, okay, the clock starts. The, ac- the accolades is what you said. The, right. The people <laughs> carrying me out this on their This place shoulder. is packed at 1030 in the morning. I don't know what the fuck they're doing in Texas or if it's all <laughs> tourists, but this place is jam-packed. There's not a table to be found anywhere. And I told him, if you go up there and you and, – and like, you, like this little string bean goes up there and then you – fucking snarf down a 10 pound steak and you still got time on the clock and then everybody starts chanting because they know you're going to do it because you only got a couple fries and a shrimp cocktail left Mm -hmm. and you grab that shrimp cocktail and you just turn to the fucking so everybody and you're just like and you just put it down and you just go fucking go and you walk away from it everybody knows you could have did it and the place will fucking go crazy it'll erupt into a frenzy and they'll carry you out of here on their shoulders (laughs) <laughs> right to an ambulance. Yes. <laughs> so then this guy fucking says, "No, I'm not going to do that." But then orders a ten pound steak. He did at, it anyway. Yeah, and, and ate it. With the, and ate the ten pound steak at the table when no one knew it, though. He did it in anonymity. Why, Frank? Because I don't. I don't. I don't need it. Just knowing that I could do it was enough. Did you do it? 
Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he ate every bit of it. And then wow. proceeded to drive seven hours on a fucking full of 10 pounds of steak. Distended belly. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God. Now, yeah, and that's the other thing, you know. So I order the steak, and first Walt's really excited about it. And then as I'm eating, he's just like, I don't know. He's driving a long time. He's undermining <laughs> you? Yeah. He's, he's like, because I'm like, there's no... There's no reason for you to do this now. Like, you don't need to finish it. Just eat eight pounds of the fucking 10-pound steak. Right. There's no need to engorge yourself full of steak and fucking derail us when we're trying to get home now. Because we're right. almost home. Now, all of a sudden, now you're going to fucking – you've been safe Nelly the whole way there now. You've been listening to me. And, and, and now, all of a sudden, you're going rogue and you're going to eat 10 pounds of steak. We're almost home. That's a good point. Yeah, like you don't know how it's going to treat right. you on the road. And he's, he's I, not hearing it. He fucking chows down that whole steak. But then, I'm, then I'm we saw my own voice. a guy uh, took the challenge as we were leaving. Mm-hmm. And I told him this would happen. His family is up at the, uh, at, the, at the stage watching him. His wife is screaming words of encouragement. And I'm like, everybody's eyes are all over him. <laughs> you know, people are, are eating and still like fucking like in, engaged in this guy as he tries to break the, uh, the record. And I was like, that could have been you. And you ate it for, uh-huh. for nothing. You did it for no fucking steaks. He paid for it. Quote, quote, yeah, so it, was it paid. yeah, nice. Yeah. It's a nice wordplay. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but yeah, but though, eating on the road, though, for 12 days, I couldn't wait to get back to some green chef. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you didn't bring any with you, I guess. Uh, you know what? It was in between shipments. Right. Green chef and a hot plate. Yeah. And plus, I didn't know if I could prepare in the right. hotel room so i was like i gotta eat burger king i gotta eat mcdonald i don't want to you gotta i gotta gotta pay 14 dollars for a hamburger at wendy's uh green chef though green chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow recipes perfect for keto paleo and plant-powered diets even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way green chef's expert chefs design flavorful recipes that go way beyond ordinary for any for a diverse array of meal plans and plenty of options to choose from each week Make leading a healthier lifestyle. It makes leading a healthier lifestyle easier than ever with the satisfying home cooked dinners with options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Real quick, how many yeah. times could you have eaten at Denny's on the trip before you're like, I can't eat at Denny's no more? Uh, let's see, out of fourteen days, I'd say seven. Oh, okay, I, I could eat there half we, the we, days. Yeah, we didn't hit seven. We did about five. Yeah, five Denny's. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind Denny's. Yeah, everybody. I think yeah. everybody else besides me and Frank were like enough with the Denny's. Yeah, yeah. We were like, <laughs> it's like Green Chef, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except in a restaurant. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Everything is handpicked, fe- featuring organic veggies and high-quality proteins delivered to your door, pre-measured and mostly prepped in an instant insulated packaging. I like it. I it comes it. to the house. Mary Beth makes it, and she likes it because it's in these little packages. Everything's pre-measured. She yeah. doesn't have to measure everything. What's out. your what's your bang, 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 bang. plan? Are you on? I'm on the plant pedo. Oh, the plant <laughs> the pedo. What? What paleo. <laughs> yeah, paleo. I'm on the paleo plant. <laughs> uh, uh, I think I I believe that we're on the paleo. I believe so. I mean, that's that's <laughs> pedo. <laughs> <laughs> There's no so, no such plan exists so, for a green so, chef. So delicious. <laughs> oh, it's tasty. I can't get enough of I, that I, I, I believe this is the sort of thing they don't want in the commercial, guys. <laughs> what I'm saying, it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. It's delicious. Yeah, between the jokes about fucking kids, you're saying how awesome it is. 
So go to greenchef.com slash TESD100 and use code TESD100 to get $100 off uh, with including free shipping. You know, but the Q, I think the yeah. listeners appreciate that kind of like sh- chicanery with the ads, and that's going to make yeah. them want to vote for us in droves. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting, yeah. I'm putting our potential award above money in this ad. I, I think love the that award is, is more important. Than, than plant money. pedo. Yeah, <laughs> that is a that is a, that is a foolish foolish decision. You can't pay your mortgage with a, with a with a trophy. A trophy that you have to pay for, I think. Right? To oh, get the trophy. Oh, I don't know. Pay for it. I'm not sure if this is the same one. It does sound familiar, though. <laughs> like, don't you have to give like a, like a three hundred dollar like check to them before they release the trophy if you win i don't know that does sound like a scam though right yeah, yeah, yeah. all right we'll see i still would I, you know what i'd write that check a hundred times out of a hundred times yeah i want the trophy yeah. we deserve the trophy we need the trophy we earned it we yeah. earned it we earned it with laughs uh one more time go to greenchef.com slash tesd and use code tesd 100 to get 100 dollars off including free shipping Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. I've always said free shipping is the what, Bri? Uh, the lubricant. The Spanish fly mm-hmm. of retail. <laughs> it gets everybody's it. legs wide open, and they're like, I'm yeah. ready to order. Yeah, I'm ready delivery. to buy some merch and buy your, buy your product. Uh, so I need your guys' opinion on something. Very quickly, maybe. Yep. Uh, I sent you a text. I didn't get okay. it. Okay. You didn't get it? No, I got a new phone. I'm not getting text. You can look at it now, Q. I'll show you all. Look, all right. Let me check this out. Did you send it to Bri Q? I mean, where it says Q and Bri? Yeah. Yeah, the last one I got was cool, thanks. Okay. Wow, this is something. Okay, right? So, yeah. Frank, I'll explain this to you and since you can't okay. see it and to Walt. Um, there is a picture. Uh, I got a text from someone. I'm not going to say who. I just need to, I need some advice on like, or, or some input on to like, how do you deal with a text that comes to you like this? Uh, yeah, this so, is a weird, this is weird. It, it's very weird, right? It's a picture. It was from Amazon, I guess. It's a, uh, it says new commercial. And I'll put this picture up on a uh, TSD town uh, Instagram, new commercial penis waffle maker. So it's a waffle maker. Oh, get him showed me this. That makes him okay. Then I guess we just gave away who sent it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, get him showed me this. Okay, but he was so fucking too. titillated by this. But did uh. he, when he sent it to you, did he ask, uh, do Deb and Alicia like waffles? Like he did. He did. wrote that? No, did he ask you that? Oh, no, he just showed it to me. But so he didn't ask, do Mary Beth and Sage like waffles? <laughs> Is that not that the is most, weird? That's really, yeah. He, that's like, yeah. That's. But you know what? He, he did that to me, and he said, "Does Mary like waffles?" <laughs> yeah, that's. It's weird that he's that he's looping your wives into it, but the addition of Sage is really what. <laughs> that's <laughs> really what threw me because at first, at first, it was like it was. I was like, wait, wait, what is this? I didn't really even know what it was at first, and I was like, oh, okay, and then I was like, Sage, and then I backed it up even more, and I'm like, I love get him. He's a great friend, but I'm like, 
I don't know if I want him saying that about my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It's certainly not about my 15-year-old kid. (laughs) It's not even the funnier joke. The funnier joke is like, hey, I found your waffle maker or something like that. Yeah. The implication that you yourself want the penis is the way to go with that one. Because in in reality, Mary Beth likes dick, so. Yeah, Yeah, and waffles probably. And waffles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just like, I, I wish he was I here to, to uh, confront him on that. Yeah, I didn't know how to respond. Yeah, he did not text that to me. He's smart I didn't get enough. it either. He's, he's smart enough that to text that to me and say that because I would have fucking exploded on That's him. That's what I said to Mary Beth. I was like, there's no fucking way if he sends this to Walt, he's including that. There's no. just no way. Wow. No, he, he so what did you do? He just said, have you, did you see this? And I was like, what? And he turns his laptop to show me. And he could tell my level of interest level was so – I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And so he just <laughs> dropped it immediately. <laughs> He was like, he wasn't what, doing what, the ha-cha-cha-cha. Yeah. I mean, he must, <laughs> really, he must really love it, like you say, because uh, he sent it to, or at least showed it to two or three out of the four people on the phone right now or like he on the really podcast. He really did send that to you, Frank? Yes. And he really wrote this, I like waffles? Yes. And you know, what's funny is I, until <laughs> Ryan just said about it being a dick, I didn't really realize. I just went and looked at the text because I went into this whole thing of like, because it was like 400 bucks, right? Or it was expensive. Yeah, it's like really expensive. Maker. It's like a $600 waffle maker. Yeah, because all I did was reply and say, uh, no, for that price, she can keep eating Eggos. And I just never thought of, uh, it, of, of, of what it was. But yeah, there's wow. that. Many. Yeah. So now that you think about it, you're, you're weirded out a little? Uh, no, it doesn't, you know, I wouldn't expect anything other than that. <laughs> yeah, like, in, in his defense, though, he is, he's, you know, he's the, on the boy spectrum. ain't right. Yeah, he's on the spectrum. So, like, sometimes <laughs> what he thinks is a, is a, is a surefire fucking firecracker of a joke. Yeah. Sometimes they're fucking duds. They fall flat. Sometimes it's like, hey, does your 15-year-old daughter suck dick? <laughs> <laughs> Well, not that I know. <laughs> Tell him, Steve Dave. <laughs> hey, it's Walt here. And before we go, I just wanted to address um, the ants who are on the 60 and 100 tier who were sent out gifts in June and July for the Patreon who are internationally members of the Patreon because we had some issues with packages coming back, as I'm sure some of you international Patreon members are well aware of, and you've been patiently awaiting your gifts. And today, with the help of the TSD Town resident genius, we found out what I think the problem was, and get them, what was that problem? Well, under the USPS guidelines for uh, mailable items that are sent by air, you cannot have something that is too magnetic. Otherwise, it will affect the or affect the, um, the compass. compass that is inside the plane. So for safety's sake, so your plane doesn't end up in Australia when you're aiming for Hawaii, they limit the amount of magnetic material they load onto planes, so it has to be shipped by ground only. And that is the reason why we believe. The, the inter, yeah, we believe the international packages kept coming back to my house was because there was a, a canvas poster with dowels that had magnetic um, connectors that kept the poster in place. And we also had um, versions of that poster that have dowels that are glued in place. So I'm going to be sending the international 
Patreon members in the 1600s here, the wooden glue dowel version of that canvas poster. And hopefully those will now be on their way to uh, their final destinations in, in the coming in the coming days and weeks. And uh, hopefully now people will go out in August. Um, we've now it shouldn't be an issue moving forward. We hope we hope that's the reason why they because this they came back twice. And it's very frustrating. I don't know why the fuck the post office keeps this shit a secret. Well, it's it's intentional it's to keep them employed because you bring it back and then they <laughs> they have to figure out why the other person did um, either that or it's like tit for tat. Like, you know, one post office doesn't tell you. So the other post other post office tells you an entirely different thing. I, I really, really so believe they keep you off kilter. The post office lives for moments like this. Like they see oh, yeah. something come in. They're like, oh, that little that little dial moved on the sensor, moved a, a smidgen. Yep, yep. Send it back. Yep, send it back. And don't get don't tell them why it's sent back. No. Make it a puzzle. We're sending back how many? How many was it? Fourteen? Yeah, easily more than that. Okay, so they're sending back fourteen. Don't put a single sticker on a single one of them, <laughs> and let him figure it out. <laughs> and then when he goes to his local post office, they're going to be like, oh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was this. Yeah. So again, I, I really, really appreciate. It. Nobody bitched. Nobody complained. And I, I really appreciate that. And you guys have been awesome and very, very, um, what's it called? Patient with this and hopefully now that problem has been solved but before we go get them while i have you here okay uh you weren't at the recording of the of this episode that everybody just listened to no no i was not but um, But i've heard some of what (laughs) was discussed in this episode so it's tough going into this blind yes based on what what you've told me because you you sometimes misremember things i leave out some details once in a while but from i'm going to tell you exactly what went down and you tell me if i'm wrong Okay. You found on the internet a waffle maker that makes waffles in the shape of penises. Wednesday night, I, I was at the bar and I was going. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. I was, I was, it was an ad. It was an ad. I didn't go searching for it. It was an ad that appeared in my Instagram feed. Okay. Yes. So you found this waffle and it this this delighted you and this this it is, intri- it was, this made you very titillated yes, or it like, was a commercial grade. <laughs> Penis-shaped waffle maker, and apparently it's a huge in Taiwan. The, the Taiwanese love these okay. penis waffles. Apparently. Okay. So then you proceed to then send texts to people in your circle, who who I thought would would find it funny. Yes. Okay. So again, the question has to be asked. You sent this text to Bry. And said, "Hey, does Sage and Mary Beth like waffles? Can you explain why you chose to include Sage, a 15-year-old teenager? Why you would why you would say that?" Okay, now in, in my head, in my head, this is what I think. Brought. Well, even if okay, uh, uh, let's say she's still 15. I didn't send it to her. I sent it to Bry. Yes. And I thought I. It seems like his sense of humor would be like. <laughs> Hey, kid, hey, everybody, I made waffles. And just to get their reaction, he seems like it seemed like it was something that like he would gather them around the table and present, you know, present that he made it okay. uh, breakfast. This and you. But you also said that you were drunk when you sent them. I, I was drinking a little. Yes. Okay. And but you sent this to a bunch of people. Frank yes. five apparently got one. And the same joke was made. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you're like, does Mrs. Five like waffles? Yes. Are you sending these like you can barely even push the send button because you're laughing so hard at this joke? That In you're... my head, yes, I'm laughing. Because <laughs> I, I think everyone finds it as funny as I do. Like that there's, there is such a demand 
for penis-shaped waffles that they make a, a, a specific machine to make penis-shaped waffles. Okay. And a commercial grade. It's like stainless steel. Like, it's meant to be in a kitchen. So why why do some people get the text and some don't? Like, I didn't get the text. I, I When I got back from my trip, it was like one of the first things you did was show me this waffle maker on your on your laptop. Yes, yes, I did show it to you. I, I didn't think that you would... <laughs> Knowing how you, given the the interactions I had with you while you were on your trip, I didn't think that you would find it as funny because you were a little stressed, even though you were on vacation. So I figured once you got back, you know, it would be something that you would, I think, would enjoy. I really didn't care though when you turned you. No, you no, you're, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. And... All right, so that's your defense because people, because I'm sure people are like, what the fuck? Why would he say that? So that's your defense that, well, Bry. That's the kind of humor Bri would appreciate. And again, she is a teenager, so, you know, (laughs) like I've seen, I've been at the bar and I've seen people having like bachelorette parties and just everything is penises, penises, penises. True, no, 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 you don't see teenagers at the bar. You really don't, you just don't think, you just can't be like, yeah, I really just should have left her off that and just, Mary Beth, it's not even funny, but at least you just should have went with Mary Beth and not. In hindsight, (laughs) yes. Like many things in hindsight, yes. You live your life pretty much in hindsight, don't you? Regretting, yeah, regretfully in hindsight, yes. Wishing it was front sight. But again, I, and to my to my defense, this is this. I, I defenseless. I think it is. Like I said, I didn't send it to Sage. I sent it to Bry, who again has right. a warped sense of humor. Gotcha. And the person who buys horror dolls for his his child. Uh-huh. Now, now, Frank, did he even reply to that? I don't remember. <laughs> that night is that night ended for me, and I woke up in my on my futon. All right. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's it for this episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And like I said, for those affected by the delay in the Patreon gifts, sit tight. I think they're on their way finally. All right. And if not, I will not rest until these friggin' magnetic canvas posters and, and skateboard decks make their way to, you know, to all four corners of the planet. I, I thought you were going to say to those who were affected by get them. <laughs> 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 <laughs>